0: I'm Welcome back to The Fourth Floor. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, and this is the other half to our planetary exploration episode.
1: I'm Kelvin, and also in this episode, we follow up on the Mars helicopter, something we discussed in a previous episode.
2: I'm Callie, your self-identified planetary exploration enthusiast.
3: And I'm Jason. Keeping in tune with our planetary exploration, we hope you enjoy playing in your backyard, and remember, there is no place like home.
0: Okay. Um, and now we're doing home system exploration. So,
1: like home stereo system?
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But you're exploring your home stereo system that you made a lot of years ago. We covered entirely by dust.
3: Your home system? Yeah,
0: exactly. That yeah, no. You're unwilling to spend money
1: on. Um, I still have my blown-out speakers that are in my TV that I use. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we can move on. I don't want to talk about that. Touch to touch. Are you doing
2: another regards card for the start of? No. Have-
1: yes. Just- oh should- Wait, I should do it for this one too because it's course. a we because we know this is this this is a new date. Okay, hi everybody. This is a it's a new new <laughs> day. Hey,
3: hey, Rob, my brother Doug.
2: Brand
1: new day. It's a brand new episode. <laughs> that's how we rolled. Brand
2: it new day, the <laughs> sun is high, like a, the birds yeah. are singing. All right, it's exactly. New, yeah,
1: <laughs> the, the birds are singing. The regards cards are getting shuffled. On the tank is
2: clean. That's <laughs> yeah. not what I was going for, but it's good yeah,
0: that's not. No. I do like that he said it's a new day, and it with certainty is not. <laughs> like. Like he convinced us. All right. Okay. I get,
1: I got a good feeling about this one. Okay. Um. What sound does a sandwich make?
2: <laughs> <laughs> or what constitutes a sandwich? <laughs>
3: Yeah, that really that's
2: sandwich. Oh no, sandwich. Oh,
1: no. I didn't the want salad. to open that Pandora's sandwich. <laughs> <It's> salad <laughs> like, sandwich are good. It
3: can't be a, we know it's not a salad because it's definitely in the sandwich plane, right? Yeah. So it can't be too crunchy, but you can have a crunchy sandwich, right? Like yeah, I have bacon mean, yeah, yeah, sandwiches for breakfast sometimes, and those those are crunchy. Yeah, it'll but it'll
2: be a nice symmetric crunch too.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But... So you
1: describe a sandwich as a nice symmetric crunch. <laughs> yeah, but is that the
0: pickle? Because when you think about it, they're they're they both evaluate to one on the salad sandwich plane. Both salads are also crunchy; like you could have a crisp lettuce.
2: Yeah, but sandwiches are salads, so it's fine.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I guess they're between two different. It's a salad between two things. So. <laughs> <anyway>. <laughs>
1: What is uh, this so so um, yeah. yeah, this game, this question is brought to you by the Regards of Humanity, um, a deck of cards with fun and interesting questions on it. um You can find it at regardsofhumanity.com Made by our friend, our mutual friend uh yeah. Max Rosenthal from awesome. the fourth floor, from the the old actual fourth the, floor, the old from
0: actual,
3: the place <laughs> that stole our souls. <laughs> also,
0: there is no other fourth floor just to be clear this is the fourth floor there is right. no other fourth floor on earth this is where the regards cards started which i'm wildly overproud of but for, what for those who don't know
3: i should we should tell them like a little bit about it because they might not sure um, i actually came like, late to this yeah well it's yeah. because like so max rosenthal this wonderful uh example of a human being um loved <laughs> like to just like cotton. make everyone smile and so he would just write regards on a whole bunch of different Cards and yeah, they're like regular playing cards, and he'd spray yeah. paint
1: them and then write on regards. Yeah,
3: and he would hide them all over campus, mostly in the Elliott buildings, but everywhere. Like, I, I think I found some in McKinnon once, and <laughs> I don't know who goes to McKinnon, but somebody brought a regards card there.
2: That and was so
3: cool. yeah, it was just like every like up and not just on the floor or whatever, but like up by the rafters, behind the doors, everywhere there were the these regards
0: yeah
3: oh it was so good
0: oh the regards cards which i'm so glad that they exist regards. <laughs> <laughs> but what does the sandwich sound like
1: um i think i think we've we've covered this this enough um i do like i do like the answer a symmetric crunch um mm. for the crunchy type sandwich nice. um yeah, I mean, like, if it's really sloppy, right, you might have a big old, a, slop, a sloppy Sammy. God damn. <laughs> um, I
0: think uh, I think the... And we're back to 18, rating. <laughs> oh, <laughs> gosh. Yeah. It's yeah. not a wrap. It's just a, it's just a sap. Calvin actually slop?
3: eats soup. He doesn't eat the sandwich. He just eats yeah, soup. Man.
0: It's the sloppy-ass <laughs> panini. Um, it's just an open face sandwich. Also, I feel like a sandwich sounds like, for some reason, a loaf of French bread hitting concrete. And oh, if you dropped it at hip height,
1: that's well, what fr- wait, is. wait, like French bread is like hard, crunchy, right? It's sort of like a. a like I a, would go for more of a softer sound. Do you th- may, may, mainly I mean like toast a,
0: them? I mean, like a a, a par a par thick kind of pillow sound hitting concrete.
1: So like oh, okay, yeah, a yeah, yeah. puff, like a
0: puff.
3: Like like a... puff. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah,
0: exactly. The automatopoeia of whatever that is. That's what I hear. I hear like freshly baked French bread that's not like has been sitting around and is now super firm, just like hitting the ground being like puff. You know?
3: Now, he doesn't I necessarily do... say what it sounds like when you eat it, so it could be what sound does no, a sound just it make just make when just... you make it go the speed of light or something.
0: Yeah, what's the intrinsic... <laughs>
3: it's just a um,
1: sound yeah. associated it's like it's like the yeah like the onomatopoeia like like the sound that animals
3: make well this is like what is the sound that sandwich make i mean i don't know about you but if my sandwich just started making sounds i would definitely <laughs> go back for more of that drug yeah yeah
0: that's like the muffins joke where like two muffins go in the oven or something and then the other muffins like hey it's getting hot in here and then the the partner muffin's like oh my god it's a talking muffin yeah
1: <laughs> Oh my gosh.
0: This <laughs> is like you... that, but it's sandwiches. Like, why are you making sound? <laughs> like, you're not supposed to make any sound. I like it. That was good. Um, <laughs> moving on.
1: <laughs> yeah. What are we talking about today?
0: We're talking about uh, on a completely obviously different day. Um, yes.
3: <laughs> don't break the illusion. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Well so last time we were talking about uh exoplanet exploration we were you know not not so much close to home but to, I think this time uh we've got Callie again and uh we're going to try and and bring things a little closer in. So Callie you wanted to talk about some some home solar home system, system exp- exploration, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, places that we could actually go to. <laughs> oh well, yeah. yeah. Well, maybe not. Well,
1: I, wait. We <laughs> Sorry. We can feasibly send robots there.
2: Send a yeah. robot there. It's kind of like you know, like a really long distance. Like we can touch it.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. We can program them to not scream.
3: We can it, program it, it, it them is to just play a... music to themselves. Well, oh yeah. yeah.
2: That makes <laughs> really It's just a
1: complicated form of those like grabber claw hands, those like <laughs> extended claw things. <laughs>
3: So it is. It that's is kind of like America it is. is. It's just a bunch of people who lost so many quarters. The they're like, "Fuck it, <laughs> we're doing it right." Yeah,
0: I like that. Kelly didn't suggest any of that, but yes, well, like <laughs> I suggest it. That's Don't for sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: Speaking of the Canada arm, did you know that the original Canada arm is at a museum in Ottawa? <gasps> no, oh God, field trip.
1: Let's put yeah. it on the list.
3: I want to go to Ottawa. Damn, <laughs>
2: the only museum I made it to before the pandemic hit. Was oh. The Air and Space Museum, and they've got the OG Canada arm in a glass case.
0: Oh, that's so cool! I thought they were both up there because there's Canada arm too.
1: Well, you, yeah, and I not thought it, well. you know, having two arms to say, would be yeah. great to complete the Canada robot. <laughs> That's what his face look like. Does it have an ISS
0: entire body? <laughs> and
2: in the well, because the first one was on one of the space shuttles. Obviously not That's the right, one that yeah. exploded. But <laughs> Yeah, yeah.
0: Turns out they make like an entire... We'll, we'll,
1: we'll wait for the other nations to finish our Voltron. Like, we started that for was them. Gonna we got say, the arm. Yeah.
0: We could have an entire Gundam wing by the end of this.
1: Yeah. yeah <laughs> just yeah. wait. He, just do. wait.
0: Yeah. But planets in our system and why we would die there, which, do we want to go over each and oh. we one as to why we would die on each one, or just, like, why we would die because, oh. like, an in interstellar, we would, like, kind of unfreeze there, and then just go crazy, and then start attacking our own people when they finally visit. You didn't say no, so I'll take that as a yes. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, um, home system and... Why we would die there? Do we want to do our closest neighbor? Because people are in love with Mars, but it's not as close to us as Venus.
3: Ooh, okay. Let's do Venus first. You know what we should actually go to too I mean, soon to be bitter, or what? Too soon to be what? <clears throat> too soon to be bitter. What's that? I mean, well, I'm still bitter that we don't go to I Venus. Venus that we're on. So all... Oh, I have oh, been well, to that... going to Venus, Jason. It's
2: okay. Yeah, you we're know I mean. going. Rocket Lab is going to launch one. It's a oh, right, mission to nice. know, they're aiming for 2023 to confirm the presence of phosphine
1: oh boy! so that was recent too the discovery of phosphine in the atmosphere right that yeah, was only
2: mission like two days later
1: well yeah. that's awesome like that's a quick turnaround time like oh we have to check this out you guys oh that would be so cool 20- <laughs> grab <laughs> grab the robot we gotta check this out <laughs> yeah, grab your robots
2: yeah they're gonna modify their uh their photon satellite bus that they designed. Um, and they're going to modify that to turn it into a Venus probe. Hold on. So on the the really bus. quick here.
3: Did you? Yeah, I heard. <laughs> I heard photon bus. Like That's magic what I here. heard. I was like, hold on, wait. Yeah, like, okay. Is this their a bus, bus made of photons? Or yeah.
0: I don't know. No. The magic school bus is made of photons, <laughs> run strictly on photons or uh generates photons which is all really cool magic school bus variants i
1: mean most cars do generate
3: photons <laughs> yeah but it's only at a specific meant to areas you know? <laughs> yeah like like when your hood starts admitting photons we can ask chris not ideal
0: yeah my oh. car, <laughs> yeah that's a that's a story i didn't share but my car burst into flames in at the end of june and uh while I was driving it. So <laughs> photons. I, did confer, con- I did do some exothermic reactions under the hood. Um, but anyways, uh, we, we were we were talking about Venus and we were gonna confirm some phosphenes in the future, which we we're gonna talk about.
2: Yeah. Sorry, it was a satellite bus. That's satellite the, bus. Oh, okay. It's like it's what they use. It's like their kick stage basically. They use oh, okay, cool. satellites in a more precise orbit. And it's called photon because it comes out of an electron.
1: Oh uh-huh.
2: my God! Haha! Right.
3: Uh-huh. 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 That's kind of clever. Uh-huh. <laughs> that is cheeky. I like that. Yeah, that clearly wasn't made by Musk. <clears throat>
2: no. Somebody
3: else. Somebody else came up with that in the meeting. And he's like, "We'll do it." Yeah.
2: <laughs> no, no, it's not Musk. It's it's Rocket Lab. No, I know, Lab but I'm just saying
3: he nice. didn't come up with a name.
2: Yeah, no, that's true. Um, rocket Lab has really clever names. The rocket that they launched the other day was called Another One Leaves the Crest.
3: Yes! Are these basically oh.
1: like horse uh, racehorse names? <laughs> 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 that's what they're going to go for nowadays, I bet.
0: I mean, what do you mean nowadays? It's like a hundred-year-old trope.
1: No, no, but for rockets... To name to name rockets like after horse <laughs> equivalently well that's what it sounds like right it does it, another what yeah. was the name again another one
2: I think it was
1: another one cr- leaves the crust leaves, leaves the crust yeah it's so good yes
2: yeah ver- the crust.
0: oh man that's awesome um, but Venus like Venus sucks to live on Venus is the largest oven yeah the robots Have
2: don't a, even a, live on Venus uh, no we yeah, that's it's wrong.
0: rain's actual metal there which is also in it of itself metal that's a metal thing to be doing right yeah and then russia sent a probe there very long ago just like got kind of sad
1: yeah do you guys you guys know where we people yeah people online can see those photographs of and i can't even remember what the name of the probe was the lander that Mm. like took pictures as it was melting
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that
1: is that a thing? I thought that was a thing.
0: Yeah, that is. Um, if you
2: Google Russian Venus. Venera three.
3: Earth. Yeah, in nineteen. Yeah, and you take yeah, you just go like Venera images, and that's that's on Google Images, and there it is. You'll just see it like slowly start taking pictures. Down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's really on that... its own feet, and it's like okay.
1: If that doesn't tell you what to expect on Venus. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know what does.
0: Which is amazing, because that was really heavy metals, but the camera glass didn't go. Which is awesome.
2: Also, it was still transmitting data.
0: It's still transmitting data? Like, what? Still yeah, just
1: because it, it obviously heats up from the outside first, right? So yeah. whatever protective layers they did have on it. Yeah. Dress in layers, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: I, I think
3: they did a really good job of that in The Expanse, where they kept trying to send probes to Venus in like season one, no, oh. or maybe season two, and uh, they kept breaking up because Venus. And eventually, they're like, "Okay, well, we have two probes left. What if we tear one apart and use all of its shielding on the first one, and then mm. we get all the shielding, and then that one managed to make it? And it's hilarious because you have this sci-fi future set where we can travel between planets in hours and weeks." and you know we still can't land shit on mars <laughs> <We're> on, <laughs> on venus yeah
1: oh man yeah yeah man what um, a place
0: to make a pizza yeah. in like a <laughs> minute
3: or something like, or not even
0: yeah and it would have a lot of acid on it yeah definitely be a margarita but we want to we want to live in those clouds one day
1: yeah so, do you, do do you we want to talk about that that's awesome because we were
0: talking about the way was we would die there, which is hundred percent, we would show Run. up. It would rain iron directly in, in and around my skull. I would go for a dirt nap or whatever they call dirt there.
3: <laughs> More metals. It's you know, if it's raining lead, your ground is now lead.
0: Go for a swim <laughs> go for a swim in the old lead pool. And then uh
3: club club yeah. club.
0: Club, club. But we'd live in the clouds, so that's not really sign off. And then the one closer be you know actually also mercury would be gnarly to live on too or to die on to. So Mercury
1: (laughs) Yeah so well hold on. Mercury is probably in a class of objects that are um that there are many in our solar system where it's like it it doesn't have an atmosphere and based on that um it kind of has very straightforward rules, right? Like it's really close to the sun so one part of it's hot and the other part of it's cold. And then that's why you'd die. (laughs) Pick one.
0: Yeah. (laughs) You can hang on a one millimeter line right on the edge and there's still no air. (laughs) But you get a
3: good view of the sun. Yeah. Until you look at it. (laughs) Oh, right. (laughs) We don't make sunglasses that good.
0: Oh, man. That would be actually terrible, too, because uh, Mercury doesn't have an atmosphere... Or anything. Um, it does have a anything magnetic at all.
3: <laughs> the only is problem it, with Mercury's um, magnetic field is that uh, sometimes the suns interferes with it and it causes Mercury's magnetic field to kind of wrap back in on itself weirdly. And mm-hmm. so it's it can take all the sun's particles and sandblast its surface with it. Mm-hmm. So you can imagine being in that spot and all of a sudden the sun and Mercury just team up to Kamehameha you. Yeah,
0: it's basically <laughs> a sweet pea being in a fist fight with a mountain.
3: Yeah, <laughs> it's just, it wouldn't end well. Mercury's—we're yeah. just check Mercury off the list. All right, <laughs> Venus not a
0: hot maybe. Yeah, but, okay. but your birthday would be really long. Like the positives of dying on Mer- I mean, Venus is uh the longest birthday ever.
3: That's true. What? It's a well, shorter birth year. No, your your day is longer than your year, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so whenever the day I'm- of you you'd celebrate it. Yeah. Oh so, right. So gonna, you I celebrate it for year. a full day. Yeah. So you have more frequent birthdays, but also longer days to celebrate the birthday. Yeah, it's not like people nowadays do like birth weeks. Some losers do birth months. Uh, <laughs> on Venus you could do a birth year. Like but then wouldn't yeah.
2: would it always be your birthday? <laughs> Well,
3: well, that's he, what I mean. Like
0: every like hundred. I don't hear I
3: used to drink, but I like it.
0: <laughs> Perpetual <laughs>
2: birthday.
0: <laughs> like, if you show up on your birthday, it's endless birthday for you. Basically,
2: it's the longest
0: <laughs> birthday you could have.
2: You may need to redefine a birthday. It might have to become like a birth hour. <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: yeah, it might actually be inverted. Yeah. So that's that end. If you were on the sun, I mean, I don't know if I call Mercury two unique different experiences, because if you're facing away from the sun, um, not not cool, not fun. I mean, actually, very cool. Yeah, very and, cool. Um, yeah, The <laughs> coolest. And then um, in the sun, you're done.
3: Yeah. And you have to remember, so far, our spacesuits today are designed that they don't go out at night because we can't heat them. They go out in the day because we can use water to cool ourselves in space. So you couldn't go to like the back end of Mercury because how you how would you heat it? Like it doesn't. You just got a space heater.
2: Well, I oh, want to add to right. here, that I feel as though it's not that we can't heat them; it's that we choose not to.
3: <laughs> it's it's we a lot heat. harder. I like well, it.
2: Plutonium is very hot. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Okay, I okay. What
2: is that, hangs out. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> would... Callie swoops in with the big thing. <laughs> I like that.
2: No, we can't, it's bad, <laughs> so we won't. Yeah.
0: So with Venus, you get crushed. Uh, you get crushed for showing up. And then Mercury, you get cooked and then aggressively uncooked. <laughs> um. And then, uh, so going the other way, because Earth, we know what it's like but then but then mars we'd
1: still die on earth but we'll save that for another time
0: yeah
1: <laughs> I mean, hopefully
3: you know a couple we of decades to... in the future
0: yeah <laughs> and then mars so mars um what's mars going to be like so you're still getting bathed in radiation you're just not mercury
1: see this is this is the interesting kind of conundrum um, cuz it's like okay you are noticeably further from the sun but with less atmosphere or magnetic field, um, you, there's more radiation. So which is it? Are you are you hotter or are you colder?
3: Well, based on that
0: cut up by a lot of sand.
3: <clears throat> well, so I think uh, the surface of Mars is around like the very surface, right? right. Like 24 ish degrees in the summer. Um, But like a foot above because there's no atmosphere to to help convex that heat like we have on earth. It's just, it's space weather once you get it like a foot above Mars. So you're just cold. You always have to heat yourself on Mars because it's atmosphere just, it doesn't, uh, it's not strong enough to allow convection. So Mars just Mm -hmm. radiates heat, which is the worst form of energy transportation. So it, Just kind of sits there as this ball that can't do much.
0: Can't do much. But if you wanted, you can eat some irradiated ice, north or south. True. Like if you if you could make the the trek,
2: I'd be real salty. That'd be and like a
3: a poisonous salt too. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah,
3: For chlorides or whatever, like the ones that just kill humans. (laughs) That's what I love about Mars. Everybody's like, oh, Mars would be so good. And it's like, no, everything on Mars would kill you in ways you don't even know. Yeah. Like you the, du- the dust hard. on Mars is so thin, we can't make filters for it. It would just get in your lungs, stay there, and you would slowly oh, suffocate. Oh,
2: also, awful. escaping to Mars as a possible escape from the Earth getting swallowed by the sun, it's also not going to work. Because Mars is also possibly going to get swallowed by the sun. <laughs> <laughs> right. um, and yeah. um, I learned recently that one of its moons is actually slowly, slowly moving closer.
0: <laughs> oh no, so we'd show up and it would get decimated. Yeah. So, yeah. Phobos, right? Or I
2: think yeah. it was Phobos, yeah.
3: They're getting a little too close and they're gonna, yeah, well, so it's gonna it has crash the opposite effect. So our moon was at a a distance from earth where the angular momentum conservation causes it to get farther away and tidally lock. yeah Uh, with phobos it was too close and so its system actually causes it to get pulled inward and eventually it will hit the roche limit it will break apart and it will shotgun blast the surface of mars
1: right this is basically just an asteroid though it's not like yeah. the moon crashing into the earth or anything yeah, oh, yeah. so um not crazy
2: devastating possibly destroy your base camp Yeah. oh yeah have, if you're having a bad day yeah,
0: you're, <laughs> yeah your <laughs> msr 10 yeah,
3: totally you're destroyed. having an argument with someone you step out of your base camp to go for a walk to cool down and phobos takes it out you're like oh <laughs> Like, oh, but no. that that would be like the most
1: telegraphed uh, meteor. I mean, compared to ones that's like kind of just on a yeah. compared on, to the ones on on an open orbit, the most,
0: the yeah. most telegraphed meteor. Okay, because you, I <laughs> mean, we know we already
3: know it's going to crash, right? So, yeah. and we could probably predict everything about it a lot where, where it's going to go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <It's> not like we <laughs> can't see it.
2: Where <laughs> <Or laughs> is yeah. it? What's its orbit? No, we yeah. can do that. That's an interesting problem, though, because the Earth, we cross paths of debris and end up with meteor showers. But is Mars's atmosphere thick enough? Probably no, not.
3: Oh, to stop do them. You so you just
2: disintegrate them or do we get rock showers? <laughs>
3: oh, well, God. there was that. Well, there's what there's one recorded case on Earth of a guy who got hit by a meteorite. Oh, man. He didn't. Oh, I mean, he obviously, he didn't make it. Um
0: did he, oh sorry I thought he was like got interviewed and he's like very tiny No, they,
3: they like found a crater and there was just like a dude's boots in it type thing like it no. was no
0: classical cartoon
1: yeah.
3: <laughs> there was
2: guys <laughs> the was... three body problem because yeah. I have things to discuss
1: <laughs> Oh yeah we're doing we're definitely doing a um b- whatever it's called book club episode um yeah, Kelly cuz oh, that would be so good uh, you read the second book yeah. I've I'm read so the second serious. book I'm it's reading about to it. get
3: very judgy here. Hold on. <laughs> Chris has started the second book.
1: I have. And and I'm <laughs>
0: <of> like
2: Jason. <laughs> you guys are going oh, to read something, and it's going to make you think of tonight, and then you're going to text me.
3: Okay. Yes. In yes, the sir. second book or the first one, for no reason whatsoever, I'd ask that.
2: I think it's in the second one. <laughs> Damn. Okay. I'm like 90% sure it's in
0: the second one. Oh, nice. It's a crippling addiction.
1: Uh, I'll have to get the third book for sure.
2: (laughs) Um, Interesting. (laughs) I feel like
1: we need to move on. I don't know if you guys want to do the rest of the planets.
0: We know they're gas giants, so we could also just sum them up. If we were doing planets, not moons. Because we're going through 63 things in Jupiter. Or Saturn, <laughs> uh, yeah. Because I was gonna go. Oh, what about Europa? But it was like, wait a second. Io is just like black volcanoes, but Jupiter, you go in, you get things get uh, quite hard and difficult, and you get compressed as you go in, and that's basically the same thing for all the gas giants. It's just slightly slower.
1: Tide- well, you get tidal forces on you, right? So you'll kind of yeah. break apart.
0: You do, but also as you fall in, uh, all the gas is compressing on you as you go in. So right. the number of atmospheres that you experience is uh, absurd, and then you can compress into a nice thin yeah. foil
3: of whatever. Also, carbon. for the Roche limit on a human, I don't think humans, we, we don't really break apart or stretch too much. Our skin's mm-hmm. pretty darn good at holding us together against tidal forces. So you, oh, okay. like, so you will definitely up. compress into a smaller and smaller sphere. But that's
1: not like the action that would that could
3: kill you. Like it's not strong strong enough before that
1: happened. Oh yeah. In a in a vacuum, like just
3: that force isn't strong enough to kill you. The tidal forces? Yeah. Yeah, so we wouldn't like break apart. It wouldn't like it would pull us, but we would definitely die way before from pressure, right? Because pressure's uh, you know over area your surface area so let's consider that mm. r squared but tides are r cubed right so tides drop off an extra r faster oh okay cool so just think
0: of like a spinning cannonball and then you're just sort of like slowly unaffected by the Roche limit but like you go in the radiation and tidal forces keep your cheeks warm because you're <laughs> in a swim outfit and then you just get crushed like after you go through the red storm. Hopefully you go through the red storm. Because I don't feel so good, to Mr. Manic. Stark. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you get compressed to a nice thin wafer uh, somewhere around a third of the way in. And then they've got that liquid hydrogen or something like that yeah
1: it does that's the thing we do call them gas giants and also ice giants but um they go from gas to a liquid at some point inside the atmosphere
3: now i think i'd have to double check on this one but i'm pretty sure they were able to recreate or at least they claim to have recreated the um pressure pressure temperature of jupiter's core to get a solid hydrogen um boson oh metallic hydrogen that's yeah Yeah, okay right now we know that most likely saturn um does have a more like helium style and then neptune and uranus i believe actually have um more solid cores because is it uranus's that is off center from its actual, oh, yeah. yeah, so like they actually have something you could consider a uh, core that's solid. Uh, sure. but Jupiter, up until very recently, uh they weren't sure. It was theorized to have something solid at the center that was able to make its magnetic field, um, but never shown until, like I say, like within the last year or so. It yeah. could have been two years, I don't know, COVID's wrecked time for me.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah
3: yeah, true and that being the case it's just going to be like that
0: for all the rest of the planets that are gas giants and mm-hmm. assuming Pluto is not a planet we can just discard it but we know what Pluto will be like be like Mercury but only cold though
3: yeah the only yeah. fun thing about Pluto is that the ice that you're walking on is harder than diamond
0: yeah it's ice um, seven or yeah, yeah. seven or something yeah something which
3: is unbelievably like I, I nerd out about it every time I think about it it's just like, oh, man, you couldn't use your diamond pick on Pluto. Well,
2: it's it's gonna hurt? perfect
3: thing slip. to cool a drink with. <laughs> Sorry, what was that, Kelly?
2: It's going to hurt when you slip.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. That would be
0: so gnarly. It be a gnarly little, like, crazy carpet trip. Like, yeah, we. And then you just, like, <laughs> you just, like, eat it. And then diamonds cut your palms because that's what always gets used. <laughs> to it down. Uh, it's going to be the same, though but um being that we've covered the whole solar system we've we've chopped it up
1: um, you did a quick little you know whirlwind tour of why you how you'd die
0: <laughs> how you'd die um but if we just kept going out you know like space is big we're not we're not going anywhere soon um so that's our backyard but what about like our galactic neighborhood Ooh. like Ooh, so we've got that probe that's already left our solar system
3: right uh, voyager both that, voyagers yeah, both, I, thought I thought there was another out. one or, yeah um, oh, horizon the
2: one that, on Pioneer yeah.
0: that's it yeah
3: Pioneer horizon. As well. but horizon yeah deep horizon is what I'm thinking of it's actually going to okay. catch up and pass with the voyager missions because we didn't throw that one lightly <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah. also cool flyby photos but you get such good flyby photos. I mean, it is a giant planet and you're relatively speedy. But um, yeah, I mean, like, we're not going there. We've got like a ridiculous amount of radiation out there. And then it's basically just a minefield as you leave. So for planets in other solar systems, they've probably got analogous things. Because I, I imagine that the Oort cloud is not unique to us.
3: Oh, yeah. It must not be. I mean, yeah. If you're thinking of how it's formed, that should be something that's common to all, um, all systems.
0: Yeah, just a sphere of trapping no-no, and then um, <laughs> instead of like a no-no square, it's just like a no-no sphere.
1: Uh, um,
3: and yeah. it's an, and they're invisible no-nos. Like you don't even see them coming. You just get
1: hit. Uh, well, it's not that dense though, right? I mean. If you're, are, are we imagining a rocket ship flying through it or something?
0: I think we're imagining anything bigger than the separation between stuff that's in the org cloud. So hopefully, uh, so
1: by definite by that definition, yes, it's going to hit something.
0: Yeah, it's probably just going to smell. <laughs> <me>. I, but stuff <laughs> like,
1: yeah.
2: But for something like spacecraft-sized, it's kind of like the asteroid belt, isn't it? Where there's lots yeah. of stuff, but your chances of hitting the stuff is pretty small because it's all spread out. True. It yeah. one
0: over X cubed or whatever it's going to be. So whatever you feel like measuring by, it's whatever cubed in 3D, which you're going to smack it into.
1: Oh, Voyager hasn't even gone to the Oort cloud, right? They've off. done Not the past the Kuiper belt.
3: Yeah. Um, the, that's yeah the, the, that's a crazy thing solar wind right so they're in the interstellar medium but the Oort cloud is a lot farther away than that
0: yeah we got through yeah. the tnos so mm-hmm. we said we said the solar system i think we agreed that it was a solar system we've left we sort of just are leaving or left behind and then now we're we're gonna venture out and hang out with the gravel
3: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And Gravel pretty much. We've never actually measured the Oort cloud. To be fair, this it's completely speculation. It does explain long period comets really well. Yeah, uh, but we don't actually know how dense it is. they They're rocks, so they don't emit light. We have to wait for something to shine off of them. And the sun's not very bright. I think they're like a light year away or something. Mm. So we they're invisible. So you'd be flying out there and, you know there's a good chance you just get thumped by something, but we don't know. We can't measure it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Which is funny because um, it just kind of comes back to the three body problem, which we should eventually talk about when we all actually finish reading it. I.E. you, me. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. <laughs> because, because that involves uh spoiler, no spoiler. Uh, our closest neighbor. Mm hmm. And that's, a, that's kind of comes back to our neighborhood, our neighborhood. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so they have different problems. I mean, we have the problem of basic being pretty basic and uh, we leave and then there's like a rock storm. Uh, they have actually the laws of chaos to deal with.
1: Yeah. I wonder if um, things like, you know, binary star systems and stuff maybe do have a bit of a different Oort cloud situation or mm. at least for, yeah, wider apart
3: stars. I yeah. would think you just have an Oort cloud, but bigger because it's it's governed by the Oort cloud's completely gravitational collapse. So right from like the formation, over, yeah. yeah, one over R cubed. Um, your shape right is spherical, so I yeah. would think that it's just whatever's contained on the inside. You're centered uh, around it. But yeah, yeah just, we haven't measured it, so we don't really know.
0: Yeah, it's also a likelihood of the stuff you're going to be running into, I guess, when your your section of the galactic arm is rotating. If You you might pick up some stuff along the way too. Um, not saying like transient planets and stuff, but you'll have that Oort Cloudy flavored stuff. But uh, being that this trinary system has other stuff from when those stars were made i mean it's it's literally a mess could be any could be any business going on in there but like leaving leaving our solar system or if you're in a ridiculous system like that because there we used to argue that there were more there was like a lot of stars you'd look at were were actually binaries um yeah like there's there's a lot of stuff to be running into um so you know checking out of our nice cozy little area um, leaving those different planets sort of leaving two different planets on the subject of planets would be like a voyage I remember I I think (laughs) one of the earliest times on the fourth floor when I actually deserved to be there I remember you and Calvin (laughs) arguing about long distance space travel and why humans will fail
3: there's no really way with which we win because we can't go fast um, so everything has to be a generational ship, and right. I don't know if anybody's <laughs> been paying attention to history, but humans don't really get along for hundreds of years, let alone tens of thousands. Right? We, we had trouble, <laughs> that's fair. That's fair.
0: We had trouble with heading over to North America, yeah. And staying alive. So and we we're on our own planet, <laughs> like, yeah, on, like yeah. it's
3: It's kind of, it's, yeah, for, for my opinion, like generational ships don't work. Um, cryogenically freezing humans maybe, but we haven't figured that out yet. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a mess. So I firmly check. That's why I don't particularly like the way, especially the way the, um, uh, to go back to our previous episode, how the, uh, media portrays searching for exoplanets on how it's like, Oh, we're going to find earth 2.0. Why? We ain't ever gonna get there. We're never gonna go stand on its, you know, beaches or anything. Leave it alone. Um, but that's you know, like Callie mentioned, that's not what actually astronomers study. It's just annoying how that's the what the media takes it as because it yeah, you know, it's the juicy it. yeah, yeah. It, just it right.
2: Yeah, like you, Um, once again though, like you guys really need to finish these books because. Yeah. <laughs> all right <laughs> <laughs> I finish these books
3: it's the
1: well <laughs> we can we can we can yeah we'll we'll, we'll do a we'll do, do an episode for like talking about the first book and then when we're done the second book we can talk about the second book and et cetera. yeah oh, I only do, because uh,
2: it deals with a lot of these concepts and topics mm-hmm. in a really interesting oh, yeah. unique way
1: and i loved the first book
0: like for this particular topic which was mm-hmm. awesome so that would be a sweet book breakdown, the book breakdown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean, also, like, let's just say, uh, not same premise, but, like, we head over to Alpha Sen, which is our local neighborhood. Um, mm-hmm. That's, what is that, 4.25 light years. That would take us a ridiculous amount of time. You could just divide those, some numbers, say, forty to 80,000 years of fractional speed of light.
1: Yeah it's, yeah, it's on the order of uh, thousands of years that some sci-fi but still sublight spaceship could travel there. Yeah. Like, that's and, the speeds we're talking about.
0: Exactly. And, like Jason mentioned, like, anything we hit is a nuclear bomb. Like, yeah. anything we, we hit a grain of sand, all the energy of that grain of sand is going to be exuded on the ship. So, whoops, hope you had a plan for that. And... <laughs> Was, um
3: like most spaceships work by exploding out the back that's what pushes you forward if you're yeah. exploding out the front you're not um you know you're slowing down yes yeah, yeah. that's,
1: that's counterproductive and i know i know we don't we don't often think about it but yeah like interstellar space drag Um, would yeah headwind <laughs> almost
0: yeah. yeah and also i mean when you think about a grain of sand that's a lot of energy to release if it's not a grain of sand it's also just Particles that are between you and the other solar system you're trying to get to that you're also crashing into that you're releasing the energy of. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be pretty challenging to get over there. So I Assuming mean, you have some like Alcubier warp drive that I think Na- NASA was doing for some fun, <laughs> some fun idea purposes. But that's an entirely different can of worms where we assume that we can just like warp space and outside my pay grade, which is zero.
3: <laughs> what do you mean you don't like the idea of sitting on a carpet and then pulling the carpet around to where you want to go
0: yeah man i also like the idea of it's basically surfing yeah basically surfing the web except this it's, it's like a it's like when you go to those um it's like h2o in Kelowna, bc or like uh like any water park where they have like the infinite surf gym where you can just like (laughs) surf forever. Oh, right. Yeah. Basically the concept, but, uh, we're hoping it'll just do itself. You know, it'll always, you'll always be able to surf and not waste any of your own personal time.
1: Infinite surf,
0: infinite surf. And speaking of surf set the engines to infinite surf. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's infinite chat. But within our own boundary, we've got the ridiculous Mars helicopter.
1: That lands like, like, in a we month. Talked a, right, we talked about that um, in some yeah. ye olde episode. Um, we just barely mentioned it, if I, if I can just remind everybody. Um, we talked about how um, there was a helicopter-type um, vehicle being sent to titan and then we got confused um and thought it was mars and then found out that it was both there's like a quadcopter going to titan and then like this helicopter going to mars and then we had to rationalize like
3: how this helicopter would work on mars right so all right callie I want Callie's opinion. I was yeah, Ex- explain <laughs> the helicopter on Mars because I'm not a fan. Please, yeah.
2: Okay, it's <laughs> actually really cool if it's good if it works. So this whole rover is basically just a giant tech demo because it's a whole bunch of stuff that's never been done, uh, <laughs> including microphones which will be activated during descent. Um, I really hope. <laughs> <you know.
3: laughs> just, like, <laughs> what about uh, <laughs> talk about your ASMR? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just thinking like I hope you
1: put like a like a one of those fuzzy things on it because otherwise the wind is just gonna like blow out the microphone, right?
0: Yeah, I like right. ASMR because the M stands for Mars.
1: Ooh.
3: <laughs>
0: and just like a lot of
3: Mars stupid <laughs> rover. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah,
2: man. okay. So they've got um Yeah, so they've got microphones. Um, they're going to be collecting rock and soil samples for eventual, hopeful return to Earth. Because mm. um, one of their next missions they have planned is going to actually come back, assuming it lands in oh, the Oh, that's
1: case. awesome. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. They've
2: got some pretty, pretty great acronyms for their yeah. uh, instruments. There's Sherlock. Yeah. which is a spectrometer for fine-scale imaging, and it's going to use a UV laser to map the mineralogy and the organic compounds. So it's um, what they call a Raymond or Raman spectrometer. I don't know what that means, mm-hmm. but it's special and different. <laughs> um, and it's the first time that one of those is going to be on Mars. So the mm-hmm. Sherlock. And then possibly even better is Moxie.
0: Moxie, yeah.
2: It's nice. going to... It's a tech demo to produce oxygen from Martian atmospheric CO2. The website claimed that this tech will hopefully be used by future Mars astronauts to burn rocket fuel for returning to Earth. Now, my concern that I've highlighted on my document is, shouldn't they be making the oxygen for them to breathe?
3: (laughs) Oh, yeah, right. (laughs) If they get back, we can bury them. All right.
2: <laughs> so, oh, Admittedly, we don't want pure oxygen because that will kill you that is poison <laughs> yeah yeah but like maybe maybe something useful um yeah. <laughs> yeah so basically just like giant tech demo of a rover and it's great
0: oh it's so great
2: and the helicopter is excellent um
0: it's called ingenuity or something like the helicopter
2: yeah. is separate yeah um yeah, so it itself is called Ingenuity. I'm not 100% sure how it flies. I know it's got two rotors, so they'll spin in opposite directions like a normal helicopter. Mm-hmm. Um, and they want to do a couple just like test flights of it. They're going to fly it five or six times. Each time they'll go a little bit further and then come back. Um, so I thought
0: that the rotors would be gigantic.
2: They are um, pretty big. It's... um. Sorry, let me pull
0: it up. Yeah, it's like absurd. I mean, also absurd for me. I think they are like four feet or something, or three feet or done something like that. Which um, is
2: the overall diameter is one point two meters. So yeah, for
1: <laughs> the, the blades, like the yeah. that's that's something. <laughs> that's like
0: my height. Sorry, that's like half my height and change. Oh,
1: like and then how big is the the payload, or how heavy is it?
2: Um,
0: I think it's 2... I think it's. it says 1.8 kilograms for ingenuity alone, but not the whole. Two bags of, of basmati rice.
2: Yeah, and so 273 grams of that is battery. Oh, wow. Um, wow. The idea is to like test it and do a few test flights. Um, they're going to fly up to 10 meters above the ground, and hmm. High here, and can possibly cover a distance of up to 300 meters per flight. So it's just going to be a few shorter flights with the idea that if it works, it's like a proof of concept sort of thing. So if it works, they'll build a bigger one that can actually carry payloads mm. and then send that oh, to Mars.
3: Do we, so much do we know where than... it's landing? Is it landing up in the mountains or down in the valleys or like uh, on the plane? Yeah,
0: give it, like, an extreme challenge.
1: It awesome. says in the document that the landing site is Jezero
3: Crater, but I don't know where that is on Mars. I know. So I think we were talking about doing an actual Mars episode uh, next, and I do have some on our little insight friend, but it's in the plains and there's no wind, and so it's solar panels and that all that. They get co- they're covered, and it, it can't actually generate enough power and you're but you're saying this thing carries batteries the um perseverance
2: the helicopter carries batteries mm-hmm. perseverance i believe will be um solar powered as per usual yeah um sorry i'm just looking up at the landing site um so it will be in a crater it's yeah. in the Syrtis major quadrangles
3: yeah
2: as that place you know
3: that place yeah, yeah that it's, place. it's right next to the other one yeah, you shop. got it.
2: Yeah, oh, okay. So it's um the Beagle Two lander was going to land near this area.
3: Oh, okay. So, so yeah. So they've been actually wanting to go there for a bit. So they're sending this one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which is
0: cool. Also, uh, being that it's it's I do like the idea of like
3: testing the
0: chop the chopper. Also, <laughs> <not
3: a idea. laughs> I just <laughs> like. Think- Helicopters work on Earth because there's uh, something to push back against. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Helicopters fly
2: says- because they're so ugly the ground pushes them away.
3: <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Is that why this one looks like. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Can't
2: that's so- science.
0: yeah. Exactly. See, they thought that it had anything to do with the fact that it had less than 1% of the density of Earth's atmosphere. But in actuality, it's just a really ugly thing that's sitting there. <laughs> paper mache chopper (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) that would be cool if it was like because when you think about it the whole um curiosity and others situation of uh the sad comics where they run out of battery nobody likes that at all i know i don't want to bring it up but uh if you could chopper yourself around this would be easier It'd be easier to do surveys easier to get information from spaces
3: yeah needed. well that was like the, the main advantage of curiosity right is it was bigger had a higher range um so they thought it could cover more ground compared to the small rovers right mm-hmm. so if you extrapolate that if this helicopter does work for some freaking reason uh yeah like you it suddenly becomes very possible to go to a lot more places of interest. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Also imagine if you had a science station on Mars for the bots. And then you have a little chopper that collects samples and brings it back to the science station. You could be analyzing data or sending data out, and then the choppers could be going out, the little quad copper drones or whatever you want to send out there. Could be going and getting information for the science station, which would be kind of a cool proof of concept for this mission. Mhm. be get like getting more useful information about the Mars.
3: The the Mars. The yeah. one the only the Mars boy.
0: <laughs> the, Mars. <laughs> the Mars boy.
2: I mean the way I look at it is that the scientists at NASA and JPL are smarter than I could ever dream of being.
3: <laughs> hey, no.
2: uh, they've got to have yeah. an Oh.
3: No. Yeah. And I mean I don't know. Press X to doubt. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Press X and press F.
2: I mean,
3: they they dream big. The last couple times they've landed rovers have been many heart attacks. So, you know. Also,
0: they never operated the plasket that has, like, weights attached to it. So they didn't even complete the rite of passage.
1: Yeah, true. <laughs>
3: they were just given good tech. <laughs> like, Yeah, they started ahead of you.
0: Yeah. They didn't start out with the baby shaker, so how can they hope to do this right? But anyway.
2: Yeah, um, but it is kind of cool that they're going to have a helicopter on Mars, especially because, as you guys mentioned, there's also going to be I think it's actually an octocopter. Yeah. um From <laughs> awesome. UAV thing that they're sending to Titan, which would yeah. be um, the is way thicker, which is, I don't fully understand how, like, quadcopters, octocopter type things work versus helicopters, but maybe that's why they're sending one to one place versus the other.
1: I think the Mars one is
3: just weird. <laughs> like, <laughs> honestly, I think the Mars, Mars one is like, goes. can we even get something to fly? Like, yeah, what is this place?
0: We're just sending it over there. Cause it's weird.
1: Yeah.
3: But, uh, but yeah, that, that, that one
1: for Titan sounds like a good idea. Cause like you said, the thick atmosphere and also light gravity. So
2: yeah, sadly, their planned arrival is
3: twenty
2: thirty four. Ooh, I'll well, put it on my calendar. Work yeah. on it
3: as long as the um, you know, the James Webb people don't get involved with it. Well. We involved with it. <laughs> oh.
2: James Webb is at a point now that if they mess it up, rude. astronomy never gets money again. So they can take their time.
0: Oh man, can you imagine?
1: Oh, if we that. just get put in like
3: the corner, <laughs> the budgetary <laughs> corner, right? Oh. We have zero budget, but they're like, "Listen, guys, no more money."
0: You weren't giving us any to be with.
2: Um,
3: <sighs> all right,
2: kids. All right. <laughs> okay, I have one more, one more one. really cool mission to tell you guys yeah. about that I don't know if you've heard of because I Please haven't heard of. It. Tell us. So right now it's just like being pitched to NASA. By some researchers at the Johns Hopkins University Applied Physics Lab down in Maryland. And it's called Orbilander because it's an orbiter and lander.
1: Well, okay. well, like yeah. like it, it, there, it has an orbiter component, and then it detaches a lander component, right? No, what it is, it's you a know tennis... Know
2: the whole thing lands. It turns sideways, <laughs> and the whole thing lands.
1: <laughs> it's just a giant tennis ball
0: that, like, plays... Uh, I don't know if this is appropriate, but it plays booty with Mars.
2: You know <laughs> no, but it's not going to Mars, it's going to Enceladus. Oh, it's going to Enceladus!
3: <laughs> oh, nice! Well, I mean, that's a lot easier to, to yeah. leave...
1: Yeah, a lot easier to orbit and then subsequently de-orbit.
2: Yeah, so because there's not like, like, like there isn't sufficient land or um there isn't sufficient mapping of Enceladus mm. and possible landing sites. So they're gonna no land to up it here. So they're gonna go orbit it for a few years, figure mm. out where to land, and then just put it there.
1: <laughs> All right, that sounds awesome. I mean, right? It's a
0: giant tennis ball. It's gonna hit it and then bounce out of orbit. <laughs> and just kind of, like, bounce against the wall, play racquetball with it. Just
1: kind of yeah. racquetball with Enceladus. So yeah. yeah, and then
0: eventually kind of chill out and just land and be like, okay, we got enough.
1: Dude, it's just going to land in, like, some sort of crevice or something and not get enough... Well, like, oh, obviously, it's going to be... Pl- too powered um but like it'll it'll probably be in some terrible place where it doesn't get a good radio signal
0: like in our classic like comet situation yeah, yeah
3: exactly radio. like <laughs> something really depressing after all that work
2: <laughs> but but the
3: gas we use to send out the harpoons degrades in space
2: uh, okay but this one is planned so that if that happens we still get data because while it orbits so it orbits for about two minutes orbit and it's orbiting and it's sampling the plumes because if we don't know how dense they are we don't know much about them but we get big plumes off of Enceladus and so it's going to sample those while it orbits and then once it chooses its landing site it just tips sideways and lands and then um, they figure that it'll maintain power for up to a year and a half once it's on the surface
1: Uh, pardon me Enceladus, do you mind if I sample your plumes?
2: (laughs) (laughs)
0: Also, that would be so cool. Like, yeah, the plumes, the the, the lay plumes there is so cool. That would be so cool to finally get like really definitive data on it because there's a suspiciously large amount of.
1: We already had a Cassini or something fly by it, right? Didn't it collect something?
2: It collected a little bit, but not enough like detailed mapping data.
1: Yeah, mm. we did
0: the classical loser lap. We did a bunch right. of, of splattern and, and then we splatted it into it. Yes, <laughs> correct. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which is an awesome mission to have done. But it would be so cool to actually get some more definitive stuff just to find out the real aliens live there. They're just your fridge mold. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, that is the purpose of this one is to figure out if there's life. So they want to launch it in 2038 for a 2050 arrival.
1: Oh, it's only launching in 2038. Ooh.
2: Well, it's, it's still just a proposal right now.
0: Like, right, well, like, oh, yeah, you're right. Way, and they're you're pushing right.
2: it to NASA to get money because it's apparently important. So
0: I just got yeah, to uh, like a 60-year-old. I got to make it to 60. Well, no, I got to make it to 65 because then they'll send the data back.
2: But, like, given yeah, given yeah. how long it took all of us to get undergrad degrees, it's almost enough time for us to get PhDs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, God.
1: There's a chance. There's a chance. <laughs> so you're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh. All right. <laughs> Kelly, thanks so much for hanging out with us.
0: Absolutely, <laughs> Kelly. And we would 100% <laughs> we have to do another thing because we also already promised a book club.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. you're. Got to be a, like an almost an almost regular. Oh, this cool. is awesome. And sinker, one hundred percent.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I, one of us. One of
2: us. <laughs> that ship sailed a long time ago. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Awesome. We hope you enjoyed both halves of
3: our whole planetary exploration episode.
2: Thanks again for having me, and I'll be back to talk to you all again.
3: Thank you for joining us as we zipped around our own backyard. Please send us any questions and comments to our Reddit, Twitter, or Facebook accounts. And as always, enjoy and thanks for being here. I hope you
1: join us next time on The Fourth Floor.